if you're always focusing on these quick short-term wins, what's going to wind up happening is you don't, you're never in a position to achieve that longer term, more sustainable, more scaled success. So yeah, seek out some of those moments of virality for sure, but don't do it at the expense of everything else. You are listening to the High Growth Founders Podcast, where we give you unfiltered truth and ideas about accelerating the growth of your startup and becoming the founder you were born to be. No fluff, no games, just straight to business. I'm your host, Casey Jones. Through my career as a coach, consultant, advisor, and mentor, I've worked with hundreds of founders on their go-to-market strategy, building an authentic personal brand, and growing as a leader. You are here for one thing growth. And this show is dedicated to helping founders accelerate growth, period. We will dive into not only the best strategies that are working today, but discuss the biggest mistakes and failures that industry leaders have made in the past so you don't have to. So kick back, relax, and let's get into the show. If you've been in this startup or entrepreneurial journey for even a half a second, you have seen tons of advertisements, videos, blog posts promoting the latest growth hack. And a lot of them sound pretty damn convincing and a lot of them seem really tempting to try. So I'm going to dive into the most common one that I see and why it is one you have got to avoid, or at least what is the work that you need to do to make sure this is going to be part of your success instead of a distraction from it. There is a startup growth scam that so many founders are falling victim to. How? Probably every founder falls victim to this at some point in their entrepreneurial journey. And I'd like to say that this is a new scam, but I want to be clear, this might be one of the oldest scams in the book. And what's scary about it, honestly, is that it is, it takes a lot of different forms, but there's one, I don't know, there's one common thread to all of it. There's one thing that ties it all together, and it is the promise of rapid or overnight success. The scam that I'm talking about is this idea that there's some sort of a growth hack, that there's some sort of a silver bullet. There's some secret method to growing your business, to exploding overnight, that if you can just find this one tactic, that everything else is just going to fall into place. And this is complete and utter bullshit. And it's the temptation of it and the promise of it is something that winds up wasting a ton of time. And it's interesting. It's, it's yeah, look, there's lots of things that people, that, that certain startups will do and they will see rapid success. But I want to be very, very clear that they might see rapid success in one area of their business, but they've usually been spending months, if not years, laying the foundation, laying the groundwork to actually get to that point. I think we see this, it's a lot more common when we're talking about sort of the celebrity world where they will say, you know, 
there, <laughs> there's tons of stories of 10-year overnight successes, right? It will seem like a business or a celebrity comes out of nowhere, but that's just because you weren't paying attention for the years of hard work, um, trial and error, tons of failure along the way that got them to that point. And so I want to be clear that, that this is something that this doesn't mean that you can't have rapid growth, but the idea that you're going to get started and a year later, you're going to have an absolutely massive business. It's the, those stories are incredibly rare and, um, they are simplified versions of what has actually happened. And the problem is that this isn't really a sexy story. It doesn't make for a good headline. Oh, a founder puts in consistent effort over 10 years and eventually it pays off. <laughs> right? That's not, that's not the, the kind of content that our social media world and environment is looking for. Like we're looking for those quick, absolutely amazing success stories. And I can give you a bunch of really great examples of people that they have, it seems like they have those stories, these overnight successes. But when you actually do the digging, it turns out they've been doing this and they've been working at it for years. It's just, they suddenly figured out a new approach, a new type of strategy that helped them bring all of these this this these years of success and hard work to this culmination where it really starts to take off. And so what am I really talking about here? What I'm really talking about is that consistency is the name of the game. Consistency will build will beat luck every day of the week. And yeah, you do need to keep trying new things, testing new methodologies, um, experimenting. And sometimes you are going to see things that where you will have a rapid increase in growth in one way or another, right? We see this a lot, especially when it comes to the branding and marketing side of things, right? Um, you know, you might have a piece of content or a piece of social media, or an interview that you do, or a TED talk that you give that suddenly goes viral. And yes, it does have an impact on your business, but that's not actually the thing that is going to make your business successful. Right? It's it's all of the other stuff. It's all of the, the foundational work that you've been doing to kind of lay that ground, to put you in a position to when you when you do something exceptional, when you have this you know, moment of virality that you're actually able to seize it. And way too often from what I've seen, there's people that go viral, but they haven't done all of that work on the back end and they wind up feeling like they missed their opportunity. So I want to talk a little bit about how you think through this, this game of consistency and how can you actually start to build a framework that is leading to consistent incremental growth that builds momentum over time right so when you're thinking about you know business growth what's really really critical is that you take the time in the early days to lay the foundation for the direction that you really want to go in okay and if you're if you're always focusing on these quick short term wins what's going to wind up happening is you don't you're never in a position to achieve that longer term more sustainable more scaled success so yeah 
seek out some of those moments of virality for sure, but don't do it at the expense of everything else. So, and you'll hear me talk about this a million times, but one of the most foundational things that you can do is figure out how you absolutely nail your messaging, nail your offer and the language that you use to describe it. Because if you've got that in place, when you do have a moment of virality, when you do have an opportunity that like you strike when when the iron is hot, so to speak, you will be in a position to, when you suddenly have a, a bunch of new attention or a bunch of new brand awareness, it's going to speak to the right people and in the right way. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you can do to build that consistent growth, right? So one of the things that I always recommend is figuring out what is the pathway, what is going to be sort of the core um, strategy that you have for building your business growth. So, and what I really mean by that is really starting to narrow down a couple of different channels and primarily it might just be one channel where most of your business is going to come from. If you're listening to this show, I know you care about growth, growth of the revenue and even better, the profits of your business, growth of the freedom and autonomy in your life and growth of yourself as a founder. And you are exactly who I created the high growth founders newsletter for. When you subscribe every week, you get an email with simple, actionable advice to help you be the high growth founder you were meant to be. No BS, no fluff, just the strategies, tactics, and resources I've learned that help you grow your business and yourself as a founder. So go to newsletter.highgrowthfounders.com and subscribe today. So oftentimes we want to try all the things and, and sometimes it's helpful to try all the things so that we can figure out what is the right pathway. But oftentimes we don't even need to try all the things because we have a better sense of who our audience is, where they hang out and the, the ways that they purchase products or services like yours. So let's say you are a software product, you sell to um, people trying to solve a business problem, but it might be a low ticket offer, right? So you're going to know that most of your business is going to come online, right? You probably aren't going to need to have a bunch of sales conversations with people. So starting to figure out pretty quickly what are some of the marketing channels, the marketing or sales channels that brings the right amount of traffic and um, not just the right amount, but the actual right kind of traffic, right? So people that aren't just going to sign up for a free trial and then never convert. And so, so throughout your process, what you really want to be doing is constantly looking at what's working and what isn't, right? How can you be testing things, but regularly learning how those tests, how those experiments are actually working so you can feed it back into your approach, back into your strategy. And I think one of the things that I've learned is way too common in the startup world is this idea of we're going to try a bunch of things, but we're not really going to take the time to understand what works and why it works or doesn't. I had a conversation with a client just in the last couple of weeks 
all about this. And he was talking about how, you know, he, he runs a fairly small business and they've been very successful and they've had pretty incredible growth. And because of that, it would be really easy for them to think that they just have a super dialed in strategy. And as we were diving into kind of their go-to-market plan, their go-to-market approach, what we really realized is he's not really sure what works and what doesn't or why. And when we first started talking, he was like, oh, we do these amazing events. And I was like, okay, that's incredible. How much new business has, uh, have you generated from these events? And he gets this deer in headlights look on his face as we're talking. And he said, you know, I have no idea. I was like, okay, interesting. I was like, then why do you know that they're good? And he was like, well, people say they're good. Okay. Once we started kind of diving into this, he realized that they've never gone back and looked at, you know, somebody attends an event, do they wind up becoming a client? And how long does it take them to become a client? And how much money do they wind up spending? So they had no process in place of recognizing what is working and what isn't and why. And so one of the things that you can do to make sure you're not falling kind of victim to this growth hack scam concept, this silver bullet you know, scam, is making sure that when you do try these things, and I'm not saying don't try wild and crazy things, do it because you can learn an incredible amount and you might just happen to find an opportunity that changes the game for you. But if you're not always looking at why and trying to understand what about it worked, trying to kind of break it down and analyze it, you're not going to be able to double down on it. You won't know why it worked. You won't be able to replicate it. And often what winds up happening is we will make an assumption about why something worked, but our assumption will be wrong because we didn't really try to break it apart. And I'll give you an example. So I see this a ton um, when it comes to social media, and especially now that you know video is so incredibly incredibly popular. I'll see this on brands or entrepreneurs that go viral on like reels or on TikTok. And they won't really look carefully at what it was about the structure, the hook, the content, the call to action of those videos. They'll just know, oh my God, it did really well. And oftentimes they won't even look at, okay, it was popular, but did it actually lead to new leads? Did it lead to new business? And so sometimes we can, we have this tendency, you know, I'm sure you are all aware of this idea of confirmation bias. And the idea of vanity metrics can fall into that. So if we're looking at, we're trying to to prove to ourselves that what we're doing is successful. And so we're going to look at things like the number of views that something got, or even the number of leads that something got without really carefully looking at what did it actually do for the business. Did it lead to closed one business or did it just get a bunch of random people interested? Because ultimately, if we're always focused on this quick, these quick wins and this quick growth, it can become too tempting to look at things that ultimately don't matter, right? And so as you start to try new methods when it comes to growth and, and looking at what is working and what isn't, taking the time to understand why. 
What actually matters for the business? Is it just any new leads? Is it any new views? Or is there a certain behavior that if someone takes, you know that they are an ideal customer for you? So what I really encourage you to do when you're thinking about new marketing and new growth strategies for the business, before you start anything, decide what you're actually measuring. Are you, is a win any new attention? Is a win any new uh, leads? Is a win any new revenue or new business? Or do you have a really specific idea of who an ideal customer is, the behaviors that they take, um, and and the this the products or services that they wind up purchasing from you. I'm a big believer that less but better is the way to go. So if you have any day of the week, I would rather have 10 perfect customers than a hundred meh customers. Because I can double down on the 10 perfect customers. I can learn from them. I can um, turn those into perfect referrals. I can grow those accounts. But if I'm servicing 100 not very good customers, it's going to take up a lot of time for me to deliver results for them. I'm probably going to spend a lot more time on customer support and customer service. Um, And I will most likely waste opportunity Um, that I could be spending on finding more of the perfect customers. So as you think about your marketing strategy, and especially as you think about new experiments and new methods that you want to try, before you jump right in, decide on what, what does success really look like for you and for your business? What is the ultimate goal that you're really working towards? And how do you know if you've hit it? Because if you can be pretty strict with yourself and with your team about what kind of business you're going after and what kind of business just is not a great fit, then you can create strategies, create practices that set you up for bigger, more fundamental success rather than chasing kind of all the things all over the place. And this is an incredibly challenging uh kind of concept to to understand, but also to commit to. It can be incredibly terrifying to say, I'm going to turn down okay business in hopes that I will get really, really good business. Especially in the early days, especially when you are cash poor and hungry for that growth. It can be very tempting to want to seize on opportunities that aren't an amazing fit because it you you're coming from that place of scarcity and it feels like any opportunity is is better. But the deeper you can go into understanding what makes something a a solid solid win for you will put you in a better position to be picky to have a very high threshold and a high bar for what you're willing to spend your time and money on. And it will become much easier to avoid some of these growth scams that we see all the time, especially on every sort of entrepreneurial related uh, blog or even some, even lots of the influencers on social media, or I'm sure on podcasts also, it can be very tempting to look at what somebody else did and how they achieve success and think, oh my God, I should be able to do the same thing. 
without you really even looking at like, you know what? My business is very different from theirs. My product or my service is very different. I target a very different audience. You've got to know what makes your business unique? What makes it special? What what kind of success are you truly looking for before you can start to figure out what are some of these growth hacks or growth strategies that that you want to test because you think it's going to be aligned with the direction that you are going in and the kinds of goals that you are trying to achieve. So I know it's a bummer, right? I know this is like mm, the least sexy topic um, to be covering, but growth hacks are bullshit. Okay, they are promises of things that are short-term, they're often ephemeral, they're often not remotely relevant for you. And if you try to skip the foundational step of having a very clear understanding of who you serve, how you serve them, what makes your business different, what does success look like for you? If you skip those steps and you go straight to these, you know, last-minute overnight growth hacks, all you will do is waste time. Take it from one who knows. I have done it many, many times. <laughs> so slow and steady wins the race, you know? And if you can nail the consistency every single day, the growth and that those moments of virality will happen. It just will take some time. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on the High Growth Founders Podcast. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show of whatever podcast platform you're tuning in from. Much like this show, I love getting into the good, the bad, and everything in between. So please feel free to express yourself in the reviews of the show. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we are all here to learn from one another. So please, if this episode made you think of a founder who is leveling up in their business, take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're looking for some help identifying where you have the most opportunity to grow your startup or yourself, take my growth audit at a betterjones.com slash growth audit. You'll answer some questions about your business and yourself as a leader that will shed some light on where you can improve. Plus, you'll have the chance to book some time with me to talk through your results. Okay, that's what I've got. In love and growth, I am out of here. See you next time.